Welcome to the Same Side Selling Podcast. I am your host, Ian Altman. I very often get approached by business leaders. They've come up with a new product offering or a new service offering. And one of the first questions they ask is, how should we build our sales organization? How many people should we hire? What kind of process should we put in place? What systems should we use? And it's actually a premature question. And what I mean is this, is that that notion of we need to hire a sales team to go out and generate sales for something new assumes that you already know exactly how people are going to buy it. You already assume that you have the formula and the recipe for making that happen. But usually we don't. And the thing is that we don't yet know how to sell what it is. And if the executives in the organization don't first understand how to attract the early adopters. If you first don't understand how to actually sell it and how people will buy it, then you might be wasting a whole bunch of money because you go out there saying, well, what we're going to do is we have this new product. It's a technology product. All we need to do is attract people and show them a demo of it. If you want to get top results for your team, take a look at the Same Side Selling Academy. Just visit samesideselling.com to learn more. Here's the problem. When you take that approach, especially in technology companies, of we have some new technology, we just need to show somebody a demo. Or here's this new service, we just need to show them what the end product is. The mistake is that instead of focusing on what it is that you're selling, which nobody cares about, you need to look at it through the lens of your customer. And you need to focus on, from their perspective, what are you solving for them? And how are you doing that uniquely compared to the rest of the marketplace? Very often, the reason we think someone should buy something is totally different than their perspective on why they should buy it. And the answer to that usually comes down to their perception of what you are solving. So, for example... If I was an IT services company, I might think, well, we offer IT services to law firms and we help these law firms implement information technology and um, we monitor their networks and we monitor their systems and we offer support to them. Now, the law firm's perspective could be, we need to find somebody who makes it so our team isn't wasting time and losing billable hours. Which means if you reached out to law firms and said, we help with IT stuff, no one might care. But if you said law firms come to us when they find their team is wasting a bunch of hours when they could be billable instead dealing with their technology, their systems are unreliable to the point that they can't get their work done. So there are hours that they can't bill their clients for because they're wasting time trying to find files or locate things that should be easily findable. And if they build the client for that time, they might lose their business because the client would say, well, why did you bill me for three hours to find a file? That's your problem. But it's about shifting that focus. Now, once you figure that out, I want to give you kind of the three-step process for how this works. So the first step when you introduce something new is you need key stakeholders, your key executives in the organization need to work to build the recipe. So you're having those senior level contacts with other people saying, here's this new initiative we have. Here are the problems we believe it's solving. What do you think? And trying to build that language around what actually moves the needle for people deciding, yes, I want to buy this versus I don't want to give you the time of day. So we need to figure that out 
when you've got the most credibility with senior people on your team where you can reach out at a senior level to somebody else. If someone in sales calls to talk to a chief operating officer somewhere, they may not get through to them. If you are the chief operating officer of your company and you call up a chief operating officer of another company, you can say, hi, I'm the chief operating officer of XYZ company. And there's an offering that we're, that we're coming out with. We're trying to work on the messaging. I think it's a fit in your industry, but it may not be. I'd love to get a little bit of your input to make sure that we're not missing the boat on this. That type of conversation leads to us figuring out what the key motivators are for them because we can have that executive do executive communication. Once we get that messaging nailed down, now it's time, once we realize this is the right messaging, here's the process that we, that we follow, here's who needs to be involved in these types of decisions and purchases, now it's a time to hire a limited number of salespeople. And I would say, do not hire one. You always want to hire at least two. This isn't a Noah's Ark reference here. It's just more, if you hire two salespeople, there's inherent collaboration and competition between them. Also, if you've defined a consistent process and one is outperforming the other one, you can evaluate, is it the individual performance? Is it the territories or industries we focused on? It gives you things to compare and contrast. If you just hire one person, if they're really successful, you have no way of knowing if other people will be as successful. If they're not successful, you don't know if it's them or if it's the process or if it's the product or service, but you kind of left scratching your head and you kind of feel captive. So we want to hire two people. Once we have that type of expertise and now we've established a consistent flow and a consistent process and we're bringing business, then it's time to expand. And I'm a big fan of expanding based on vertical industries. Now, why do I say that? Well, in the world of sales, there are three personas. You have an order taker, a salesperson, and a subject matter expert. When we have a choice as a customer, we want to deal with the subject matter expert. And if you organize your organization, I guess organize your organization sounds almost like alliteration, but not intentional. If you organize your team around these verticals, then what happens is people can go out and speak to an industry and have some credibility and some level of expertise. So remember, when you're introducing a new product or service, it's often desirable. It's often seen like the way to go is start building a sales organization. Don't do that yet. Make sure the executives first get those early adopters in there who understand what the underlying process is, how people are going to make decisions and whether or not the, right, the messaging is correct. Then hire two people in sales once you've established that formula and try and replicate it through there. Once you have success with that, then it's time to add more of a sales organization grouped by vertical market or geography. And that way, those people can be seen as subject matter experts in that space. So next time you've got a new product offering, whether it's a product or service, try this formula, and I think you'll see much greater success. If there are topics you'd like to see, just drop me a note to ian at ianaltman.com, and I will see you on the next episode of the Same Side Selling Podcast. So long.